Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out, right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Hello and welcome to Las Vegas. My name is Stephen Maggi. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Starting today, the Christmas season comes to Las Vegas. You want a really unique gift? Well, on today's show, you'll meet the illustrator many call the 21st century Norman Rockwell. His name is Neil Portnoy, whose work is well known in the worlds of sports and entertainment, and he has a gallery right in Las Vegas. Later in the show, you'll meet someone from the Nature Conservancy who says we can find solutions to the climate change situation right here on the Earth's forests and landscape. You'll also take a quick trip over to the Golden Tiki, where you can find tropical drinks and atmosphere. Finally, your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com, discusses the late Jerry Lewis. Neil Portnoy is somebody you might not be familiar with unless you live in Las Vegas, but you got to know more about him. He's an illustrator right now for the Las Vegas Review Journal. And the concept illustrator interests me. And on the website, uh, Neil, you say you call yourself an entertainer who happens to be able to draw. Is that kind of the difference between an illustrator and a photographer when it comes to newspaper work, that kind of thing? Well, no. I mean, there's actually two different sides to who I am and what I do. You know, I, I, the illustration side is the artwork side. Um, an illustrator is somebody who, um, if you had to put a generic term on it, you'd call him an artist. But the artwork that I do, I don't paint. I don't work with brushes. My work is exclusively done, believe it or not, with felt-tip magic markers. Very unique, very different. The work that I do is made to be reproduced or published on a cover of a magazine, in a newspaper, on wearable items, on merchandise, and the list goes on and on and on. So that's really the distinction from a fine artist to an illustrator. I mean, the best-known illustrator, or one of the best, uh, was Norman Rockwell. Rockwell used to grace the covers of the Saturday Evening Post. It was Norman Rockwell Illustrator. I get that. Norman Rockwell was such a great part of Americana. And as I look at your work, this is exactly what you do. A lot of it in sports, and, and that kind of goes along with sports, right? It kind of, because you're using that type of medium, it kind of really jumps out at you, just the same way the sports does as a uh, profession. Sure, and and you know we talk about the the you know an entertainer who happens to be able to draw. You know, I also do the live caricature work, but everything you've ever seen about somebody you know on the strip or at a bar mitzvah or at a wedding that does the live caricatures. Throw it away. It's not what I do. I mean, I've literally been called Don Rickles with a pen. You do not want to sit across from me. I am absolutely brutal. And in the funny story, I'll give you a case in point. A, a lady sitting across from me, I'm at a national trade show, and I'm doing the live entertainment. You know, I do a full-color caricature in about three to five minutes. And I look at the woman, and I say, no, what the hell color hair would you like me to give you? Because obviously you can't make a choice. And the crowd goes nuts. So it's an entertainment factor. You know, I'm an entertainer who happens to be able to draw. And that's the, you know, the entertainment side. You know, you were talking, Steve, about, you know, the, the, the sports. And, then, you know, listen, I've, I've been published over 600 times nationwide with the sports artwork I do. I'm an ex-baseball player. You know, I had a very good career. I was a scholarship pitcher back in the 70s, many moons ago, for Coach Ron Frazier at uh, University of Miami. Wow. Played, played a couple of years in the Dominican, coached college baseball as a pitching instructor 15 years. So on the other end, I always tell people, look, I'm a jock. I happen to be able to draw. Yeah, you know, and I think that does matter a lot. You know, people don't realize it. Uh, University of Miami is big time college baseball, and it always has with some of the great colleges in there. And I guess being around the environment, you can kind of identify with what these guys are going through. I mean, it's different. If you're going to draw a guy like, uh, say, 
I don't know, uh, Drew Brees or Mariano Riviera, that kind of thing. Sure. You you got to kind of, you you know what they're going through, right? So you kind of can get into their brain a little bit and kind of bring that out. Absolutely. And you know, I used to tell a funny story. I said, look, you know, having played sports my whole life, you know, if I'm taking a 15 foot jumper, I know what it looks like. Mine may not go in, but at least I know what it looks like. So when I have to illustrate it, I know the body movement. I know the look in the face. I know the release of the ball. It makes it a lot easier for me. I'm not fudging anything. I'm actually drawing what I've already done. Yeah, and, and you get it, and I know people out there just know that you get it because you illustrated more than a couple, what are they, no, 700, I'm sorry, 700 programs and media guides, and having been in the sports uh, media world for a while, those are important things, and I mean, people put a lot of time and effort to really encapsul- encapsulize what that season's going to be and so forth, so they got to get somebody that can kind of think a little out of the box, otherwise you just throw a picture up, right, of the Absolute, best player. Absolutely, you know, it, it, it's... You know, every every major division one, two, three, JUCO schools in the country, you know, a number of years ago used to produce a football meteor guide, a baseball program cover. And I've always been the alternative to running a photograph. And I used to explain it that, you know, when you put a photo on, on a cover of a, a program or a magazine, photographs don't lie and artists can interpret And being the fact that I'm a caricaturist at heart, when I cross over to do illustration, more realistic, you know, I'm not trained as an anatomy-type artist. So there are lines in the anatomy that probably shouldn't be there. But being a caricaturist, every line is an expression. So it becomes very personified and, as I've always said, uniquely important. Now, not a lot of people look for signatures. You know, they'll look at a beautiful picture, a nice illustration of a work of art on a cover of a program, a magazine, and not really look at the photo. Yet, with my different style of illustration that I do, and it could be the realistic, it could be the portrait cartoon, you know I did it. Right. And I'm getting the idea that what you do, your type of art is going to flourish even further in the 21st century. I mean, you look at like pro and college football, both. There are people that make special hel- helmets that drive this out. It's got those type of uh, the caricature um, medium. You know what I mean? I sure, mean, it's just sure. jumping out yep. there. Yep, and it, it, it's, you know, it's different. It's unique. It, it comes alive. The key word in my industry, in the illustration world, so to speak, is publishing. How do you publish it? How do you reproduce it? Is it going to be on the cover of something? Are you going to put it on a coffee mug? Are you going to put it on a recognition award that's going to be presented to your top achievers? Listen, as a former athlete, I've got a room full of broken trophies and plaques. You know, I do 12 NCAA Athletic Hall of Fames nationwide now. And rather than do that in gray plaque and put it up on the wall, and I mean, really, who who wants to read about an athlete 20 years down the road? Right. They want to see what the athlete looked like. And that's where the artwork comes in, and I illustrate the Athletic Recognition Award. Yeah, well, you know, a perfect example of that in terms of the way you're looking at an athlete from the past. You can sit there and talk about Bill Russell all you want. We could talk about records and so forth. But there's nothing like seeing him, and particularly if you have any concept of what the other players of the time were around, it really jumps out at you. This guy was really special. And is that something that we can go back and look at some of these great, maybe the Jackie Robinsons or the Babe Ruths, where they just stood past everybody else at that same time? Sure. And it's funny that you mentioned all the names you just mentioned, I've already illustrated. That's great. It, the, the funny part is, you know, people come here to my gallery here in Vegas. And I've only been in Las Vegas for 20 months. We moved here 20 months ago from Boston. And people are like, how the hell do you know everybody already? And I'm going, look, it's not important that I know everybody. It's important that they know me. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's the most important thing. And, and, and Las Vegas is, it, it's a large um, numerical-wise, people-wise city, but it's a very small town, as you know. Yeah. Um, everybody knows everybody in this, this tight-knit area. So it's important to get out there and network and let people know you know, it, it, it's funny to a degree. Um, I left, you know, the Boston area 
like I said 20 months ago, and having played sports my whole life, somebody said to me, you know, with all the sports you played your whole life, don't you play any winter sports? And I looked at him, I said, you didn't realize I was a biathlete? I shoveled, I snowblowed, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, you know, absolutely. And why do you come to Vegas? I said, well, first of all, Las Vegas is the entertainment capital of the world. I mean, that's what I do. We will return with Las Vegas Review Journal illustrator Neil Portnoy in a moment. You are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Manchin. I got rhythm. I got music. I got my gal who could ask for anything more. I got daisies in green pastures. I got my gal who could ask for anything more. Old man trouble, I don't mind him. You won't find him around my door. Are you looking to save money on your prescription medications? Are your prescription costs too high? Are you paying out of pocket for your meds? Or is your copay too high? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, you've got to check out the RX Cut free prescription discount card. And getting your free discount card is easy. All you do is go to the website rxcutdiscounts.com. The free RX Cut prescription discount card allows you to get significant discounts on either brand name or generic prescription medications, and it also works on meds with high copays. There are no fees, no forms, no personal information needed, and the cards are active immediately. Discount cards are also good for the entire family, and they never expire. Again, to get your free discount cards, visit rxcutdiscounts.com. You may get the free discount card either by U.S. mail, email, text, or simply print out the discount card online. It's just that easy. Every hiring manager knows that a company is only as good as the people it's made from. So where do you find the best people? That may surprise you. Meet the grads of life, young adults of unique determination and experience, an ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. This is talent worth knowing about. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. You may be hearing about people having trouble making mortgage payments and risking losing their homes. Many of them just aren't aware of the options that can prevent foreclosure. There are many options available to homeowners, such as repayment and forbearance plans, loan modifications, and even refinancing. Where does someone go for help? They should talk directly with their lender or a qualified HUD-approved counseling agency. Both can provide helpful information without charging a fee. According to PMI Mortgage Insurance Company, it's not a good idea to pay for services that you can get for free from a lender or a qualified nonprofit counseling agency. To learn more, visit homesafepmi.com or call HUD at 1-800-569-4287 for a counseling agency near you. That's 1-800-569-4287. This message is brought to you by PMI, supporting sustainable home ownership that strengthens communities. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see. And there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show. But Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? That is the case. (laughs) Yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid Minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. 
Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. We are back with one of the finest illustrators in the world, Neil Portnoy. And it's more of a national, you know, even with sports, and, you know, they've got the hockey team now, the Raiders will be coming, but it's different than Boston where it's so intensely regional. Now, you know, of course you did everybody anyway, but now there's a place where everybody that comes there is coming from all over the U.S. and really around the world. It's a chance to showcase that to everybody. Sure, and, and you know, when someone asked me, how do you think the Golden Knights are going to do? You know, how do you think the Raiders are going to do? You know, we've now got a soccer franchise going to be playing down at Cashman. The 51s are moving up to Summerlin to the brand-new stadium in a couple of years. And I always look at them and I, I tell listen, Las Vegas is very transient. It's very touristy from all over the world. So, you know, sure, you're going to build a following of people who like the Golden Knights. But you're also going to get that New York Rangers fan, the Boston Bruins fan, the Chicago Blackhawks fan. They're going to want to go to the T-Mobile Arena because their hometown or former hometown team is going to be there. And it's, I think it's tremendous for the city. I think it's going to really, really grow the city. I don't know what they're going to do with the infrastructure yet. That, that's always you know, up for grabs. Yeah. How are they going to move all these numbers of people around in the city? But I think it's great for Las Vegas. I really do. Yeah, I do too. And I think your type of art is going to really impress these guys that are going to the sports books. Because if you've ever been down there, you see every team jersey across the country, every sport, every everything. And there's just a, a hype and an excitement. I mean, all you have to do is go down to Las Vegas during Super Bowl week. It doesn't matter who's playing. The excitement's there. And I think they're going to want to, these people that are coming in for that are going to want to go and see what you're doing. Because some of your stuff is just so unique and so different. The, the old, like, Leroy Neiman stuff and so sure. forth that he did. Your stuff is really different, and they can really bring home something special. I, I totally agree. You know what? Uh, I've been at the Las Vegas Review-Journal since January of this year. And since January, I've been published in the newspaper 64 times. And it's not just that, I mean, I would love to, to have my own column you know, Portnoy on Vegas, call it what you want, call it Portnoy's complaint. I, I don't care what you call it. But there is so many opportunities, not just with the sports artwork I do. It, it's funny, I mean, back east, having done this now for the last 43 years, back east, because I did so many caricatures and so many events, even though, you know, I was the Emmy Award winning or the Grammy Award winning, being on the cover of a national program, They'd look at me and go, hey, aren't you the guy that does the caricatures? So I used to relate it back to, like, being a soap opera star. Even though I've, I've done motion pictures, they'll look at you and go, aren't you the guy in the soap opera? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, leaving the East Coast to come out West was, all right, you know what? I'm going to rebrand myself. I'm going to come out here and I'm going to start doing, you know, all the illustration work, the renderings, et cetera, et cetera. What is the Review Journal fallen in love with? The caricatures. <laughs> well, it, you know, it, it, it's it, bizarre. No, I know, but it gets back to what you said at the beginning of our conversation, and that is. If you're thinking caricature, a lot of people think of the guy at Disneyland that draws a picture of your kid and, hey, Correct. you know, make a funny face. It, this is so much different. It's, it's almost a shame there's not another word for it because this truly is art. And, you know, it captures things that, like you said before, really a photograph isn't going to. You can, you can do certain things with it. And that's why it deserves its own credibility, I think. Well, I agree with you. You know, and, and coming out here, I said, well, you know, you had Hirschfeld. Hirschfeld used to do the you know New York Times, all those caricatures. I, I wanted to come out here and say I am going to eventually become the illustrator, the caricatures, the whatever of the stars, the athletes, etc. So that's really where the Review Journal, in my opinion, um, I'm hoping to go with. You know, I did a cover back, um, a front page for the Review Journal, Inauguration Day. It was the days here. They used my artwork of, of Trump and Pence on the front page. It took top 10 in the country out of 800 newspapers and is in the museum in Washington, D.C. Now, I don't know what the hell that meant, but my son, who works for the State Department over in Germany, called me and he went, Dad, do you know what that means? You're in the museum. I said, what the hell is the museum? <laughs> you know, I had yeah. no clue. I, I Listen, I have the best condition right wrist and rear end. I sit and draw all day. 
That's perfect. Uh, I think this is great stuff, and I tell you, I think people are going to really enjoy it. And I think you couldn't be at a better place, and that newspaper is really considered a world newspaper because you know it represents the one of the, the head of the entertainment industry in some respects. You know, oh, and, I, I agree. I agree. It's listen. Um, the publisher of the newspaper, who was brought in by uh, Sheldon Adelson, who owns the Adelson, you know, owns the newspaper, yeah. is the former publisher of USA Today. I mean, Craig Moon is the man. Um, Keith Moya, the editor, is the man. Bill Bradley, the sports editor, is the man. Um, Anastasia Hendricks, who heads up Luxury Magazine and all the entertainment section, is the woman. I mean, he has assembled some of the best talent in the country, and the best is yet to come for the Review Journal. Oh, that's great. I, I love the Review Journal. I've got my good friend Steve Carp covering the hockey team. Sure. It's a great place. I wanted to talk to you before we go about your philanthropic uh, efforts, because you do quite a bit. Now, I was interested. You did something for the uh, Children's Miracle Network. Uh, yeah, what I did a number of years ago, the Children's Miracle Network. First of all, my passion is kids. Okay. I'm all about the kids because they're our future. A number of years ago, the Children's Miracle Network opened up a division called Champion Image for Kids. And they worked with artists all over the country and selected um, certain athletes, coaches, well-known people. I did a drawing of Mike Krzyzewski, the head basketball coach, um, Hall of Famer at Duke. I did a multi-image 16 by 20 um, illustration of Coach K with a building on campus, um, the arena, um, and what we did was we printed a 1,000 18 by 24 lithographs titled Championship Vision. I hand-numbered and signed 1 through 1,000 Neil Portnoy. Now, 1 through 100, you could read Neil Portnoy after that. I don't know who the hell signed (laughs) it because you just After a while, yeah, right. (laughs) And uh, Coach K signed them. They marketed the prints through the Duke Athletic Alumni Association, which is worldwide. They raised $472,000, built a wing at Duke Children's Hospital from one drawing. That's fantastic. And you did a lot with Doug Flutie, too, who I think is just a great guy. I met him a couple times. And you did a whole uh, series of him through the years. And talk about a guy overcoming odds his entire life, you know, just in his it is height. That's Doug, a problem. Doug, <laughs> yeah. Doug is a, Doug's a very good friend of mine and probably one of the best athletes I've ever met. Yeah. Um, I, I was at a golf event, a golf tournament that Doug and I were both at back east, and the MC didn't show up. So, of course, you know, if you give me a microphone, I'm dangerous. <laughs> so they gave me the microphone to be the MC. And I said, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce the man who is shorter than I am, Doug Flutie. <laughs> And Doug gets up and he yells. He says, I am not. I said, well, come up here on stage. And I actually had him by about an inch. <laughs> um, really a, a, a wonderful mensch of a guy, a peach of a guy. Um, the piece I designed for Doug, the lithograph, was called Flutie Through the Years. And it helps support, to a small degree, the Doug Flutie Jr. Um, Autism um, Agency Organization. And I was honored to be able to uh, help Doug and raise money for the Doug Flutie Jr. Foundation. We will be back in just a few moments with illustrator Neil Portnoy. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Manchi. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show, but Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? That is the case, (laughs) yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com.
You're not wired to have a response to this sound. You're neutral to it. You hear it every time you finish a meal and never feel anything. But if we were able to associate this sound with a new stimulus, save the food, we've achieved pulling a natural response from you. Save the food. Why are we doing this, you may ask. Save the food. Because this ad is trying to change your after-meal behaviour through brainwashing. Because food waste costs the average family $1,500 a year. Save the food. Cha-ching. And $1,500 extra bucks is like getting a pay raise. Save the food. Cha-ching. You're promoted. Which could pay for your child's braces. Save the food. Cha-ching. You're promoted. Check out my braces. So when you hear this sound, rethink your behaviour. Cook it, store it, Share it. Just don't waste it. For tips and recipes, visit savethefood.com. Brought to you by NRDC and the Ad Council. I know what you're thinking. Why would I need a voiceover production company? Does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way. On time, on target, and at a price you can afford. Visit us at BESD.US. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. With all the talk of fake news today, it's getting harder to know who to trust. Thousands of websites, millions of opinions, even the mainstream media has gotten caught in dishonest reporting. Now, if you're looking for information you can trust, why don't you try westernfreepress.com. At Western Free Press, they let you know where they stand and you can judge for yourself. No fake news, no feigned objectivity, just straight news and strong opinion. That's westernfreepress.com. Chris, you're not acting like a grown-up in our relationship. M2, M2! There's your comic book collection, the race car bed. I'm young at heart, but I put money into my 401k every paycheck. I'm taking control over my financial life, and that feels pretty grown-up to me. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Are those footy pajamas? This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Now, let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. We're back with illustrator and entertainer Neil Portnoy. When we come out to Las Vegas, we want to know, first of all, where is your gallery? And then secondly, how can we get a hold of you? I, mean, I want people, like, before they come out to take a look at these type of things. And, of course, you don't have to come to Las Vegas. You can go <laughs> on the web. Tell us, how do, we, how do we find out more about what you're drawing and how we can buy it, that kind of thing? Well, you know, social media is one of my strengths. Uh, you know, Neil, N-E-A-L, Portnoy, P-O-R-T-N-O-Y. I'm on Facebook. I'm at Neil Portnoy on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. My websites, I have a number of them. Uh, my illustration site is I Draw People, idrawpeople.com. Okay. The entertainment side is caricatures.vegas or I Draw Crowds, C R O W D S dot com. Um, I'm located at 1537 West Oakey Boulevard, right here in the industrial section. Um, I have Portnoy Gallery, or as people like to call it, the Portnoy Museum, because like they that. come here expecting to be here 10, 15 minutes, and I'm kicking you out two and a half hours <laughs> late. <laughs> I love that. We will definitely come by. We'll stay as long as you let us. And Neil, we want to stay in touch with you. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. It was great talking to you, and uh, hope all is well. And uh, I guess go Golden Knights, even though it's go New England Patriots, but we won't go there. Next up, our friends from the National Conservancy are working on a big project, natural climate solutions that make up to a 37% contribution towards global climate change goals. Here now is the man leading the project. 
I was just scanning through my Facebook page and I saw a great thing from our friends at the Nature Conservancy. They were talking about natural climate solutions that could make up to 37% contribution to climate change. And his name is Lewis Blumberg. He's the director of the California Climate Change Team based in San Francisco and, of course, working with all the nature conservancies across the country. Lewis, thank you for joining us. This whole idea of attacking climate change sounded really uh, encouraging to me when we could do so much by just taking uh, advantage of some of these natural climate solutions. Is that how you guys see it? Well, yes. We we believe that the, the situation... Uh, is very urgent with climate change, and we need to continue to make the progress we've made with the energy sector and the transportation sector. But what we found in our uh, recent report is that the the role of our lands, our forests, our farms, our ranches, and our wetlands has been overlooked too often. Uh, And with this new analysis, we found, as you pointed out, that about 37% of the emission reductions necessary to keep warming below 2 degrees centigrade, which is the uh, international goal, 37% could come from changes in how we manage our forest farms, ranches, and wetlands. Yeah, this is really exciting. And even for some of the people that question climate change and so forth, I mean, this is something that just makes sense, and you're doing nature for, using nature, which, of course, is, is a great way of doing it. Let's talk about some of the things uh, that can be done. Sure. Well, so one of the things that, that we can do is manage our forests better. We can manage them more sustainably uh, in a way that, that uh, produces timber at the same time, increases the carbon stored in those forests. And that's something we've been doing in California uh, with our partner, the Conservation Fund, since 2004. Uh, and we've, been work, we've worked in California to develop the rules for forest carbon offset credits in California's climate change program. And now landowners around the country have been able to uh, capture these financial incentives for sustainable forestry uh, that also produce climate benefits. So that's the kind of thing we can do around the world. We could do that in the Amazon. Uh, we could do it in, in the Congo and in Indonesia, where we have very rich, uh, carbon-rich uh, tropical forests. Yeah, that's exciting. But, you know, how do we get these countries now to do that? I think that's a wonderful thing. Uh, I guess the first step is just a matter of educating these people on exactly not only what they can do, but really these really positive numbers that come back from these from these uses. Well, right. And, and it's, it's great that you're calling today because I'm leaving on Sunday for the United Nations Climate Change Conference on Germany. This is an annual event that, you know, you may recall two years ago that the world communities came together, or the nations of the world came together and signed the Paris Accord. So I'll be in uh, Bonn, Germany, along with many other uh, colleagues from the Nature Conservancy and probably 10,000 other people from around the world, all working on climate change. And a big part of what we do there we'll, and will be doing is to share lessons learned from California and from our work around the world with the Nature Conservancy uh, staff as well. Um, so it is, it is getting the word out that's really critical. And I think what's important to know is there are models there are of success that people can look at, and that's really an important message. It, it builds confidence um, in, in around the world that we can actually tackle this problem. Back with more from Lewis Bloomberg, director of the California Climate Change Team. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Manchin. Let a gentleman see just how nice a dame you can be. The two tight ends are lined up as tight ends. Back goes Darrell to pass. He's looking for Smith, but instead goes down the middle. Chester, touchdown Raiders! That is the Oakland Raiders. No, not the Oakland Raiders of 2017, but the Oakland Raiders of 1972. And that's what we're talking about on a new feature called RaiderHistorian.com. You go there and we have 
every week different highlights from years of the past, including a look back at Al Davis, the owner, all the great games, the rivalries, the philosophy of the team, and so forth. It's a must as the Raiders head to Las Vegas in just another few years. If you're here in Las Vegas, you got to know that history, and if you're from Oakland and L.A., you'll want to relive that as well. RaiderHistorian.com Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org Well, I finally did it. I improved my credit score. You're kidding, right? Uh, no. How are we supposed to be the bad boys of electro-synth pop if you're out there being responsible? The band is about to be discovered. This is our year. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you've been saying that for a while now. You think anyone in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was worried about their credit score? I never really thought that Of course they weren't. Rock stars aren't supposed to think about that kind of stuff. We're supposed to think about how many guitars we've smashed, write aggressively sensitive power ballads, start questionable fashion trends, tragically break up and blame creative differences. All right, all right, just... I thought maybe it was time to take control of my finances, you know? Start using a budget. Get out of debt. Set some goals. A budget? Debt? Set some goals? Listen, I knew that we'd have our creative differences, but I was hoping they'd involve a little more scandal. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. I know what you're thinking. Why would I need a voiceover production company? Well, does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Does your company need an entertaining and informative on-hold message? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. That's why thousands turn to the pros at Black Eagle Sound Design. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. At Black Eagle Sound Design, you get Hall of Fame professionalism, royalty-free music, and a 100% buyout, meaning the commercials are yours to do with as you please. See website for details. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. It's time you worked with the best, and Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way. On time, on target, and at a price you can afford. I'm Adele Poole, one of the many talents you'll hear at Black Eagle Sound Design. Visit us at BESD.US. Black Eagle Sound Design, because the voice you choose matters. Are you looking to save money on your prescription medications? Are your prescription costs too high? Are you paying out of pocket for your meds? Or is your copay too high? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, you've got to check out the RX Cut free prescription discount card. And getting your free discount card is easy. All you do is go to the website rxcutdiscounts.com. The free RX Cut prescription discount card allows you to get significant discounts on either brand name or generic prescription medications, and it also works on meds with high copays. There are no fees, no forms, no personal information needed, and the cards are active immediately. Discount cards are also good for the entire family, and they never expire. Again, to get your free discount cards, visit rxcutdiscounts.com. You may get the free discount card either by U.S. mail, email, text, or simply print out the discount card online. It's just that easy. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. We are back with the director of the California Climate Change Team for the Nature Conservancy, Lewis Bloomberg. Well, yeah, exactly, because that's always been kind of the thing. I mean, I even remember Bjorn Lomborg uh, saying part of the problem was the way it was being approached earlier was it just was so expensive that it wasn't even a cost effect thing. This is something that we can do if using nature, which makes the most sense, and really is cost effective to meet these goals. Definitely it's cost effective. Um, we've proven that uh, already now. Um, Plus, you get a whole suite of other benefits when you use nature to address climate change. For example, it helps with food security. It helps with clean water for people and food and farms. Uh, It helps protect uh, biodiversity and uh, habitat for fish and wildlife and recreation uh, and the quality of life on the planet. So there's a, a whole suite of benefits that come from using natural climate solutions in addition to dramatic and rapid reduction of uh, greenhouse gas emissions. I love what the Nature Conservancy does because it really shows us, you know, how to take care of nature and use nature to make life even better. It's just a wonderful thing. And this is great that we can go out now and do something from a really positive effect, not just, well, we're going to spend money, spend money, spend money, and people don't understand the, the, the benefits. Right. And so with this program from our Natural Climate Solutions paper, 
you know, we're working with forest landowners and farmers uh, and, and communities uh, uh, with their watersheds to create some real action right away. And I think that's, that's another key benefit of using natural climate solutions is you get the greenhouse gas benefits, the atmospheric benefits, really quickly. You don't have to wait for new technology. You can, you can, these are things we can do today uh, that are proven, uh, quick, cost-effective, and provide multiple benefits to really address climate change. And when you look at it as this big, long-time goal, what better thing to get off to that fast start, make some real improvements, because then it gives time for technology to catch up as well and for more time to approach it maybe in different ways down the line. I agree completely. Yeah, it's a wonderful thing. And Nature Conservancy is just uh, such, a, such a great organization. I love what they do now. Like, for example, you're out in the – I believe you're in California. Are you in the Bay Area, I'm guessing? Yes, I'm in San Francisco. You know, is it something that the Conservancy looks at as a whole? They're, they're constantly looking for – you know, talk a little how this fits into the mission. Obviously, you know, saving our planet's a very good way of doing that. But, but kind of talk about all the things that Nature Conservancy uh, gets into. Well, I really don't have time to talk about all the things, but let me tell you a little bit about it. We actually are well-positioned and uniquely positioned to do that, with our, in part because of our structure. Um, we, we have um, a 50-state climate initiative in the United States. Every state um, chapter of the Nature Conservancy is working on climate and energy. We are active in 70 foreign countries. Um, and so we're working at, at, at the... At the uh, city scale, the state scale, the national scale, and the global scale. So we have that capacity. And then the other thing we bring to this is, is we're focused on science and policy at place. So we're working to, to develop the science just like this paper on natural climate solutions that came out last week. You know, this is important new information. Well, we're using that paper to drive policy at the, for example, this coming week at the United Nations. And we're testing it out in places like the forest in California or uh, in Quintana Roo and in, in Mexico and the Yucatan or in the Amazon. So we can test out the science in place and use, drive it with public policy. Lewis, let's talk about people across the country. How can they get involved with the Nature Conservancy if they'd like? Well, the first thing to do is go to nature.org, and you can people can find us there uh, and learn more about what we're doing uh, and then through that, contact the, the people in their state and, and potentially in their local community. Uh, so that's one thing they can do right away. And I, I would recommend people do that. That's the www.nature.org. Very simple. Okay, well, that's great. Nature.org, it's a great place to go and visit. Louie, thanks so much for being with us. Louis, perhaps we can get together in uh, a few months and maybe we'll have some more uh, results. And I hope you have a great trip back to Germany. Thank you, Steve. Let's now jump over to a great place for cocktails. It's owned by the same entrepreneur that built Evil Pie, Brandon Powers. Well, you know, also have a really cool place, uh, the Golden Tiki. It's in Chinatown, I believe. What a cool place. It you know, b- brings us back to the days where tiki was wonderful, the great drinks. Whatever made you start that? I was actually, uh, I, 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 I DJed a lot in, during the 90s. I was a promoter, and I had, in San Diego, there was a place called the Islands Restaurant at the old Honolulu Hotel, and it was one of the last untouched tiki bars in America, and it was, it was a paradise. And I would do an event there every week that would draw about 1,000 people. And one day they came in, and they, they said, we're, we're painting everything white, we're ripping everything out, we're going modern, and they destroyed it. It was really sad. So for years, I wouldn't do anything with the tiki, with tiki stuff. I'm just like, I'm over it. And I, the opportunity was presented to me by my business partner, Jeff Fine. And he says, hey, I have this great spot in Chinatown. Do you want to do a tiki bar? And he said, hey, I'll do the tiki bar if I can do it right, like what I experienced back at the Hanalei Hotel. So I made an homage to their great waterfalls, their giant clamshells, the booths, the music, the lighting. Um, and uh, I have this hallway of curiosities. I have Fijian mermaids, shrunken heads. Um, the place is amazing, and I wanted to be like the kooky, weird uncle or the, the place that you would stop on the, on the roadside attraction on the side of the road because I think those kind of unique places um, become endearing to people. They're not cookie cutter, and people want to experience them, and they'll tell their friends to experience them, and they have longevity. They'll last many, many years beyond their a normal uh, sh- life or shelf life of a business. So that's why I wanted to do it. No, I think it's great, and anybody that's experienced the Tiki Room loves that thing. I mean, back to the days of the Disneyland, where right. they had the Tiki Room. And it's a place where 
you can go get a great drink that you don't have to be embarrassed of because you're drinking at the tiki bar. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. The, you know, the tiki tiki culture is is great. I can look in my bar at any given night and I can see cowboys, I can see hip hop artists, I can see punk rockers, young, old, gay, straight, whatever it is, everyone's together. <clears throat> it makes it kind of kooky and kind of, you know, they're drinking out of giant clamshells or coconut bowls or whatever, but it's fun and it's escapism. And, and it started out in the 30s when people couldn't afford, because of the depression, to go on these vacations. And during the war, you had all these um, soldiers that would come back and these tales of the Polynesian islands and places, and they would, they would want these dr drinks that they had or these experiences. And that's when tiki culture really took off. And so it's escapism. And that's why I theme everything out so crazy, is people, you know, they'll go to the same old, same old, but they want to essentially escape. They want to have an experience. And um, we're in the business of providing experiences. These are two great places you got to visit. It's Evil Pie and the Golden Tiki. Do you have any more coming up? I mean, any ideas in that head of I yours? Have, I, have, I have a bunch of ideas, and I'm just got to, you know, get these tightened up and to the right experience possible. And uh, we have a, a, quite a few things that will be coming. They're really exciting, really interesting, things that are perfect fits for, uh, for Las Vegas. You know, people come to Las Vegas, they want a certain experience. They have a certain experience in mind where they saw the movie Casino or or whatever, they, they want to experience old Vegas, and I want to provide that for them. I want to provide that experience. Well, you certainly do, and if people want to plan for their trip ahead, where do we go for both the restaurants on the web to find out, you know, the address and all that stuff and see what you got? You can check us out at uh, thegoldentiki.com and evilpie.com. Yeah. <laughs> I should know this. I am so bad. I'm, I'm like, I, I, I should know my social media. Is it evilpie.com? Okay, it's evilpie.com. E-B-E-L-P-I-E.com. I, you have to forgive me. I haven't had my coffee this morning. So. Well, we'll check it out. They're great places, and you can find out how to come here. Thanks so much for uh, doing this. Really thank appreciate so, it. I'm, thank you so much. It's an honor, and I appreciate it. Love, love, love you, baby. Love, love, love you, baby. Love you. Well, I can't give you anything but love, baby. That's the only thing I've plenty of, baby. You dream while and you scheme while you're sure to find happiness and again. Well, all the things you think that are fine for Gee, I'd like to see you looking swell Baby, diamond bracelets, Woolworth won't sell to you, baby Till the lucky day, you know, down you are listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Angstrom Minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid Minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom Minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom Minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. I'm here with Logan Reed, my own personal business coach. You know, a lot of people may think this is all a bunch of psychobabble and that kind of thing. But in reality, this is stuff that 
on the surface may seem like we're going to explore our background, but actually we're just getting really in touch with ourselves to see how we can be more successful. Is that what you try to do with people? It is. So I'm not so interested in what's happened in the past. What I'm looking for is where people are now, where they want to be, and coaching always takes place in the gap. So what are the things, where are the places where they're getting stopped that's in that gap? And then when we move through those, they end up having what they want, whatever their goal is for themselves. Okay, we're all excited about it now. So how do we get involved? How do we get more information about, about you and what you're doing? Sure, you can give me a call at 360-529-1848 or email me at logan at loganreadcoaching.com. And you could also check out my website if you want to learn more about me at loganreadcoaching.com. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see. And there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show. But Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? That is the case. (laughs) Yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Time now for a chat with your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. Today's topic, a legend is gone. Jerry Lewis passed away. And I wanted to talk to you about him because he's sort of associated with Las Vegas. And he's an interesting character. He's one of those people that you either love or you hate. You know, was one or the other. Did you get a feel like, was the town really saddened by, you know, his passing? Was it something that hit a lot of these people? Or was it just another event that goes on? Well, it's... uh great way of having a buzzkill in the middle of your show uh but <laughs> uh jerry lewis was an interesting case because he was pretty much an acknowledged uh jerk uh in his personal life and in his interactions with uh fans and the media however there's no denying that he he you know in his day was a comedic talent like a force to be reckoned with and that partnership with dean martin was timeless I, th- I think uh, when you lose somebody who's kind of would be considered iconic, I think it mattered more in Las Vegas because he actually moved here and lived here. So he was considered part of the town even beyond his time kind of with a, uh, you know, not with a Rat Pack, but in that era. Uh, so I think when he passed, I think people were genuinely kind of like, oh, we lost, we lost another one. It's kind of that feeling of, you know, that, that was old Hollywood, that was old Vegas, and the fact that he lived here made it even more extreme. So Marquis on the Strip uh, played a memorial, and it was just a nice kind of send-off. But, yeah, he, he, that was a mixed bag because he uh, was not a, necessarily a nice person. But then again, by the same token, he raised billions of dollars for, for the MDA. So... I don't think anybody can speak speak ill of the dead except to say, look, everybody has off days. He just had a lot of off days. Thanks for joining us on this holiday weekend. This is Stephen Maggi reminding you, Vegas never sleeps. Bright light city gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there They're all living the devil may care And I'm just a devil with love to spare So beaver, 